What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Greetings, mortals, and welcome. Please present your tickets for validation. Thank you. Your existence has been acknowledged, and you have been granted access every Thursday and Friday. You will be accompanying your guides, Krista and Brandy, along with their world-renowned guest. They will be exploring an intriguing tendril of what humans refer to as reality each week as they strive to advance you further down the path to the truce of your physical earth and what lies on the other side. Remember to please keep your hands and feet in the vehicle at all times and do not exit until the craft has come to a complete stop. <laughs> What in the hell is wrong with that intro? <laughs> you didn't send us the full one. <laughs> no, I did. I sent. It's like a minute and a half longer than than that. I don't know what the hell that is. Yeah, we don't have it. I don't have it. You better send it again. Okay. I didn't get it. <laughs> it's like a two minute and twenty something long freaking intro, and it's like. There's nothing on the back end of it. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? Like, <laughs> the intro's over. And I'm waiting for it to go off. I'm like, shit, is this thing looped or what? No, it's not looped. I don't know what's going on. All right. Well, I have it's... no idea. Well, that good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you know, um, well, hell, this is your show, not mine. It, oh. Well, I, I just thought since you were here, just go ahead. <laughs> uh, last, time, last time I tried to do this, y'all griped at me. I was told not to do it anymore. Um, 
Hello, folks. Um, you know, uh, it's almost like doing a front porch, isn't it? So I'm sorry y'all are having to suffer through that again. But listen, we we got a, we got a, a heck of a cool show for you, I think, because we've done some research on this stuff, and we're going to talk about some stuff that there's never been talked about that I know of. Um, but we've got, I don't want to call them guests. They're not guests. They're pet- right. We got two. We got two pests in the background that we're going to have up, um, and I, I think that that's the way we're going to go with it. We've got right. uh, Jason and and Donnie now. Brandy, before I bring them, in, and unfortunately, Jason has the power; he can pop in anytime he wants. But and he's, but I yes, want to ask can. you. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so what I want to I want to ask you about. Um, one, tell us why I'm here. And Krista well, is not. Well, the thing is, is that Krista and I were supposed to be both traveling to the um, Ray County Museum tonight. Um, unfortunately, my daughter was sick last night. That's why I wasn't on last night. And I'm staying home another evening with her. And I'll be taken out first thing in the morning. So here I am. <laughs> So Krista has already left. She is already at the location now. And, um, you know, I guess she's going to get everything all spooky for me. <laughs> that sounds. I don't buy the story. By the- <laughs> <laughs> so. Talking about the Ray County uh, Museum, you know, I was on the show and, and we was talking about, I was very interested in the murders that. that oh, yeah. Happened. You know, and Goldie being there and everything. And I took down some information and I looked into it. And then I stick the pit bull on it, and which is Danielle. Now, I don't know if y'all know how much work this woman puts into these damn shows that we do on the Infamous Minds. She does not show up with a show that she doesn't have. I think the least I've ever seen her have is like three pages of freaking notes on whoever we're talking about. And yeah, I don't know how she does that. I mean, I, I, don't I might either. have a half page. Yeah. And she digs up information. I don't know where she gets it. She digs up information because I'll go through and look at these cases and I'll go, well, I don't know much about this, blah, blah, blah. And then she'll just rattle all these freaking in details out. I'm like, where, where did you find this? You know? But anyway, <laughs> I sent her the information on the case and what I could find. And I said, take a look at this. And I gave her the background and everything about the museum and, and Goldie and, and everything. So we're, that's, we're going to do that for an episode. And I'm excited about it. I really, really am because this is a, I think it's a fascinating case and it's still unsolved to this day, as far as I'm concerned. So. Oh, and yeah, speaking, absolutely. And then, you know, yeah. when you get to that museum and you get to actually look at this stuff. Right. That's associated with her. You're just—it's just amazing. Because I was actually—I was, actually, was actually able to see um, some pictures that they couldn't show online last night um, of the hangings and 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 the, the actual crime scene. Fo- well, loosely a crime scene photo because it looks like they gathered up all the bodies and threw them on a kitchen table and took pictures of them. Because all yes. the bodies were scattered all over the house, they weren't they weren't all together. And all these bodies, these the, well, this woman and her two infant children are just thrown on this kitchen table like slabs of meat. And 
the most tragic thing that I saw was Goldie standing there in the audience looking on him, looking on this, this site. And um, the only reason she um, supposedly, uh, or she survived was she went and hid supposedly in a rain barrel. Um, now, mm-hmm. Pixie, Pixie picked up on something last night that um, when she would run off and and hide when she was living there at at the at Ray County, that she would go hide in a laundry closet. But there's no on the plans and everything. Nobody knows where that laundry closet would have been. Now tomorrow, when y'all do y'all's live, Pixie's going to be there. And actually, she said she said she could show y'all where the laundry closet would have been. So she's going to guide y'all to that, which that's absolutely gonna, that's going to be absolutely awesome. yes. Take take me there. Like I said, I'll be yeah. running around with my camera. I'll be mobile. You definitely can send me wherever you need me to go, and that's what the show is about. Um, because I've been there a, a, a lot of times, and I right. know where I like to be. But if there is somebody in the audience who's kind of feeling something or wants to see something, absolutely direct me there and and uh, they will tell me where to go. That's and she's used to that because we tell her where to go all the time. But um, (laughs) it's not nice either. I'm just saying. (laughs) So we're going to get we're going to get these two passed up here because I don't want to call them guests. Right. I was wondering Uh, if you'd forgotten about us. I tried, but it didn't work. Hi. Hello. I knew he was going to say something. I knew he was going to say something. I just didn't know what it was. But it was a lot lot nicer than what I was imagining in my head. So. Well, it's your well, channel. I'm not, gonna, I'm not going to be overly Well, you know, and it's really cool because, you know, Jason doesn't do a lot of shows anymore. Um, right. Well, he's trying not to do a lot of shows. Anymore. I'll go put it that way. Thank you. Um but, yeah, he's, he's, um, but honestly, he's not going to say no if somebody asks him to do a show because he's really? he's not like that. He I says mean, no to know, me all the time. Well, that's yeah, but, that, yeah, but you know his it. his schedule is so busy that you do have to ask way ahead of time. You have to schedule it in. He's well, never just doing nothing. I was just going to say it's just because it's Donnie, but. Um, <laughs> Well, I was going to say real shows, but you know, <laughs> but that's um, fair. But it's nice to to get on the same show with him every once in a while because it, it's, you know, when you started when we started Texas Front Porch, you know, after I I met him and everything, that's really that's really when when the Front Porch took off because when I was doing it solo, it, 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 let's be honest, it was absolutely horrible. <laughs> It just went downhill from there. <laughs> but, um, you know, and now I, I went, I, I, I upgraded from this to that. So, you know, I just don't know where I'm going to go from here. That's the. I'm probably going to be the one the next one. I wore lower cut shirts than she does. That's all I'm saying. That was yeah, that's true. You you do you will unbutton your shirts on 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 air mm-hmm. for us. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But so how have you? Now Jason was sick last week, so he's just coming <laughs> off of the same thing that was. It sounds like um, your daughter's got, 
And yes, yeah. yes. So hopefully she's fixing to kick it and you know be done with it because he kicked his about two days after he he was pretty much good to go about two days after he kicked his fever. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, and and my daughter, she was so sad because, you know, I can tell she's still sick. I mean, she's getting a little Mm -hmm. bit better, and so I'm leaving in the morning, but she's still not well enough to go with me. But, you know, she is she's my ride or die, you know. She goes with me pretty much, you know, everywhere she can, and this is one of those places where she can go, and she's upset. (laughs) Yep. Oh, man. Um, Moon at Noon says they can't undo their shirt because the third nipple gives away too much. Um, we have the same problem with Donnie. And don't y'all don't forget about the uh, the the um, the conference, Alabama conference, coming up in June because Donnie, you, you're going to be there. Have I'll you, be have there. You decided? I'm going to be there. Huh? No, I I, okay. I just I was. Oh yeah, you're going to try to pick up on Danielle's sister. I forgot about that. Oh, hey, man. What stays back, you know, that stays backstage, sir. <laughs> but, uh, well, uh, don't, Tex, don't you have a banner that you can throw up there? I don't know if I do or not. Did y'all put it on here? I didn't see it. I was actually just looking for that. Oh, well, I'll down, let me see if I can download it from the email. Okay. But, or just type I'll, it up really quick. That way people will have the information. Oh, a banner band. Oh, it's, oh it's, yeah, because it's really hard to do it this way. I mean, it's great that we can, but uh, it gets a little difficult because this is not actually on the. There you go. I got that. I thought she was talking about the flyer, but I don't have the flyer here. Uh, I just downloaded. You don't it. have the flyer. I hold on, hold on. I am coming to help. You're going to have to call technical support. Felicia Felicia says, that is so sweet, Brandy. My daughter is the same way. Um, Her daughter's recovering from colon rectal cancer and now has, and now has COVID. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. That's terrible. Oh, geez. Well, uh, definitely on my prayer list. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, we got to add another one to the prayer list. Yeah, it's getting quite long, but you know, the holidays bring that. I don't know why. Yeah. Well, it's because everybody's crammed into, they, they stay, they stay indoors. Yeah. Around, yeah. You know, and kid, <clears throat> the school like a Petri dish anyway. So, um, so I'm hosting this thing. Um, now th- y'all got to remember, this is not our gig. This, this is, this is the third one that, that, that Anita Collier has put together and she's done a fantastic job. And we, we helped a little bit last year and we, we offered our help this year. And, and, and I think it's really good. I think I'm, I'm, I'm excited about it. We've got um, Jason speaking, uh, BMR speaking. Um, we got Greg Ogles and which is another guy that's sick. Martin Groves is speaking. I love, I love talking to Martin. He's, he's awesome dude. Daryl Denton's going to be there speaking with Martin Groves. And of course, Brandy and Krista are going to be speaking also. And Barton yeah. Nunley will be there. In humanoids. Barton Nunley will be in humanoid. Human, human, human. Boy, I can't talk tonight. Not any different than the other night. But uh, you can take it down now there, Jason. 
That'd be BamaBigfootConference.com. BamaBigfootConference.com. And don't forget about the meet and greet on Friday because you don't have to pay to come eat with us, but you do have to pay for your own meal. Just RSVP. Shoot one of us an email. Say, hey, I'm going to be there, and we'll, we'll add it to the list. So that way we can get a head count. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So what we're going to talk about tonight, Donnie, for, real quick, I don't want to forget you, brother. What you got going on your side of things? Uh, well, my show is Dying Show Says Stuff uh, every Wednesdays at uh, 8 p.m. Eastern. Um, if uh, Also, sometimes I'll do like a, a weekend show if I'm bored. Um, yeah, and uh, come, especially if you are an attractive single female, especially come. But if you're like below a six, nah, probably Find if you're there. easily offended, don't go to his channel. I'm just saying. No, no, please don't. 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 It's not for the faint of heart. No, it really isn't. <laughs> just don't. Or for it. those who uh, who love pineapple pizza or um, Jim Caviezel. Right, right. Now, what do you, what do you, do you have anything that you're gonna that you know the topic that you're gonna talk about on your next show? Which uh, is I believe, well, I did talk to Krista about getting her on. Um, so we're planning some stuff. Jason and I are planning some stuff. Um, yeah, you know, we got, I don't want to give it away too soon, but yeah, we've got uh, a lot of friends coming on, a lot of familiar cool. faces. Awesome. It's going to be a fun one. So, what we're going to talk about tonight, a little, well, uh, we're going to talk about these unknown canine attacks, murders, and, and stuff. And I ran across some that I've I've ne I haven't heard anybody talk about. And of course, I brought up you know we'll, we'll talk about the, the the you know the the normal ones. But um, what what before we get started into the cases, and there's really one case that 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 uh, I, I find really <coughs> interesting, but. Um, what do y'all think is going on with these unknown canine attacks? Why, why couldn't? Thank you so much, Liberty. Thank you, Liberty. Um, what do y'all? What do y'all think is going on with these unknown canine or unknown animal attacks? Because there's really no reason that they can't identify animals, especially with DNA these days. Well, I think there was one of those cases that we were actually discuss, discussing offline where you know the dna it looks like the the dog and we'll get to the details on it but the, the canines in question were not the attackers right right, right. so I, I think uh I, I do think we tend to overestimate what we can do with dna to be honest there's a lot of reasons for that but i think a lot of these attacks they're listed as unknown because the person being attacked doesn't really remember what it was that attacked them right some of them even it's like what well, was it a you know if they survive if they survive right if they survive however some of the others i you know i, I think the simple fact of the matter is though uh i even will wonder how many of them were actually canines meaning well but the thing I, about it is i mean look like, at shark attacks they can identify a shark what kind of shark attacked somebody just and some of those some of those things they don't have i'm sorry i'm gonna get you know, graphic here, but there right. ain't much left though. Right. Well, and I think that, and what I mean by canid, right? 
I think we may see a, I think we may actually be seeing a much greater variety of assaults, meaning the creatures in question may not all necessarily be of a traditional variety. And so people are more familiar with dog attacks or big cat attacks. So it's like, well, what can we chalk it up to? That's the most, that's the least odd, right? Right. Because I think that's one of the things where it's just, okay, well, it was a pack of dogs. Okay, great. Then you, you have some obvious questions, but most people are just going to say, okay, pack of dogs and move on. Not, Okay, well then, do you have you done the DNA to tell us which dogs did it so we can track them down, etc. It's a bear. I think we we when they you know again if they're saying unknown, it's because they don't know. Not necessarily that it's something strange, but rather that it's just they can't necessarily identify it because again, for all the reasons said before, but also because I think on some of them, it is really it's much more bizarre it's not necessarily dog man or whatever but there could be other things out there doing damage to people causing these injuries and they're like we just don't know what it is so even our you know the leap in this community to say well it must have been a dog man or whatever it's like that may even be too far of a leap for us there may be something else out there that we're not taking into consideration that is true and true. what's worse is, let's take this. Let's take it even one step in more to the into the, you know, into the weird. What what if Dogman's a scapegoat for something much more bizarre? Oh, you for mean example, like something like left those big hooven prints? <laughs> yeah, I mean Brown Springs. Everyone's like, oh, Bigfoot killed these people, right? And then you have the story and the lore that builds up around it that's all wrong. But there were people murdered. And what was right. it? It was essentially a there was an occult part to it, but that it was essentially a violent gang initiation, or but it was but it's wrapped within occult activity because a lot of South American a lot of these South American gangs are occultists as part of their as part of their thing. So it could even be much more bizarre than someone being attacked by a monster per se. There could well, be something and, else going on. That's well, that's all because we need to be a little more open. So maybe the reason they're putting unknown is because this may be truly much more bizarre than we realize. Yeah. Well, you know, and it, it's like when I when I talk about my dog man encounter, and me and Randy talk about all these attacks on these, on these, on this livestock that was going on mm-hmm. it inevitably was either blamed on a pack of wild dogs or a big cat. Okay. Yep. But we never saw this pack of wild dogs anywhere. And we roamed the countryside. Okay. Where all this stuff was happening. Never saw a pack of wild dogs. Never. Well, and and so, something I, I keep mentioning is your case has a touch of the of the supernatural to it that that tends to, that you tend to overlook because you set because you take that event and you separate it from your dogman encounters. It is something I don't talk about a whole lot. <laughs> um, just because I mean I don't know. It's one of those things I don't know what to do with. Well, I don't know. I mean. But you know what to do about a six foot bipedal wolf? I mean. Well, no, but. That's all I'm saying. 
But what, I mean, was it was that what this was that we're, that you're hmm. talking about, or was it? That's the point. I mean, I don't know. We got to put all the data on the on the counter. That's all I'm saying, right? Let's put all the data out there. And with Dogman, okay. there is a large connection with the with the supernatural or the the esoteric that we we can't really we shouldn't really take that out of this mixture. Right. What he's talking about, folks. I guess I gotta go ahead and talk about this. Is I was I was alone in the house one night and it was storming. I mean a bad storm. A lot of the big light show, hard rain. And I just happened to, because I love storms, and I was looking out the window, and there's a power pole that runs the border, one of the borders of our place, and it was basically in my backyard. And I noticed something during the light lightning flashes that was, it looked like somebody was standing next to this light pole, okay, about 50 yards away from the house. And I would sit there and because you got to remember, guys, like I said, this during a storm, it's late night, you know, and I would only catch this thing in flashes of lightning, but it, it would, it would, it would change its stance. That's why I knew it was, it was something, but it would like lean on the pole and then it wouldn't lean on the pole. And then it would, you just, I, but this thing was there for a long, long time. And it was to the point where I called a buddy of mine. I was spooked. I called a buddy of mine. I had the shotgun loaded. You know, because I didn't know what the hell I was dealing with because of what I had dealt with, <laughs> you know. Um, uh-huh. So I don't know what this was. And, and normally I don't talk about it because I don't know why. <laughs> um, but was it what was, was it this dog man or. Was it the the a uh, werewolf or whatever you want to call it? If it was a werewolf, was it the what could it have possibly been the person that had changed into this creature watching me or watching my house anyway? I mean, who in their right mind is going to be standing out in the middle of a damn country next to a power pole in a lightning storm? And stand there for, God, I, I, it was probably there for an hour or so. So what were you doing? You were just kind of staring at it out the window. Yeah, I would, I would, I would, I would look out the window and I would see the lightning flash and I would see the thing standing there and and then it would flash again and I would see the change in stance or whatever and I would pace up and down and I was talking to a buddy of mine on the phone. What the hell's going on here? I'm you know scared to death and all this kind of stuff and. And uh, walking around with a my daddy's shotgun, the twelve gauge loaded up with um, slugs and double up buck. I mean, doors were locked, you know, and everything. And I, I, thought, I don't know I, if that would just scare me. Do what? I said that would just scare me. I wouldn't know what to think. It, you know, what to think at that at that point. All I would know is that it's standing there. Mm-hmm. You know, and of course, in a, in a flash of lightning, most times you don't have a lot of time to really no. focus on it. A couple of seconds at most, you know. Yeah, maybe. 
So, Glenn, you're right. It's straight out of a damn horror film, mm -hmm. you know. And how long ago is it? And Hawk says they, they, what, what does it say? What does it say? Something about, um, they are known to follow us home. Um, Bigfoot do it too. You're right. You know, but the thing about it is this thing didn't have to follow. It was, it, it had obviously been in the area for a couple of years, at least a year before <laughs> I had seen it, because I think that's what killed my dog. Oh. Because I don't know. My daddy told me it was, oh, he got into it with the bobcat. That that was one hell of huh. a man, and mad bobcat because he spent the time to gut my dog. And why you got to get me talking about this stuff, Jason? Did God. <laughs> That's why I'm here. That's why I'm here. Well, so, okay. So going back to the idea of, the, of these things following you home, right? Um, yeah. Again, I, I'm going to get a, more details from, from Doug uh, when I interview him for my next book. But one of the things that we were talking about is how he's got a, a number of accounts of people going out looking for Bigfoot, right? They're, they're out in the field. They're doing Bigfoot stuff. They come home great distances. And there are stacks of stones in their living room. Thank you, now, Poncho. Thank you, Poncho. Thank you, Poncho. Senor Zorch. Gracias. And so it's one of those things where, you know, at that point, that's not a physical creature that just ran to your house before you got there and stacked up a bunch of random stones in your living room. That is some, we are dealing with something paranormal. To your point, what you observed, that feels far more paranormal than just some random dog person hanging out in the woods around your house, right? We're, we're kind of dealing with something bigger. So let me throw a story that I've got. I've mentioned it a couple times. Um, and it is clearly a physical creature that can't exist, right? Seen by two different people at two different times, same area. And that will technically a third person, though the third person doesn't see it very as clearly because it was in her house, right? Creature six and a half, seven foot tall because of the fence. Essentially, they described it as looking like reddish, like a but like a red xenomorph from aliens. Only it's got big, it's got big eyes, and uh -huh. again, like an anglerfish. This goes back to that maybe they were killed by something weirder than even a dog man. Again, as we've asked a hundred times, everyone sort of assumes we know what a dog man is. Why, why are we ruling out werewolf? Right. And see, that's what I don't understand. And that's the big question that me and Brandy's been asking for months and months and months. Mm -hmm. And the only club, the only, honestly, the only people person that we've even come close to what I would call an answer was when we was talking to, uh, Oh my gosh, I just went blank. But he was talking about the uh, the um, the Native Americans mm -hmm. and, and that have been passed down, you know, in their history. Walkers. Well, skinwalkers, and but he said there was some. They they were told, if I remember, he he was saying that dog man and and, and werewolves are totally different. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I don't know. Again, uh, yeah, I, but again, it goes back to based on that. That's the problem, right? It's like, what's the evidence? Why do we assume that they're different? Right. And that's and it goes back to what this creature that was seen, and by the way, has been seen by other people. I won't throw names out there. They've come to they've talked to me and said, Hey, do you have any accounts of anything that sounds like this? And, yeah, I do. Right? Right. And so again, you have there are accounts of thing gargoyles. Like, what the heck do you do with that? My only point is we see these attacks for like, okay, it must be dog man, because again, people talk about unknown creatures, unknown canines in the accounts themselves okay but what if that's what if that's the cover because they're like it's really much weirder than that but people will accept unknown canine or unknown cat right we 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 automatically just oh must be but what if it's because there are other things out there that take material form or people change into them or whatever it is but it's weirder than that and honestly to a point Calling something a dog man may just be an it may actually be the less weird version of what actually occurred. You know, the the movie scene that keeps flashing through my head is I think it's called Bigfoot the Lost Coast Tapes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And at the very end of the movie, <laughs> the door opens and the guy, the last thing you hear is, it's not a Bigfoot. And you see these big clo- cloven feet hit the floor. And then we go back and see, and you know, talk about what we found there in you know in Brown Springs that night. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what the hell are we dealing with? You know, and we've been talking for years, Jason, about there's something we think there's something in the background pulling the strings. Mm-hmm. You know, and Bigfoot being the distraction and all that kind of stuff. And I really think that that we're and it's like somebody said Jason's on to something. I, th- I think we've been on to something for a few years. LSD. Um, I almost don't want to call it paranormal or spiritual or anything like that. It's just um, I, I and I and I don't think and I'm and I'm still of the mind that I don't think that all these creatures are inherently evil because I do think there's physical creatures out there. And if they were inherently evil, I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you. Either would Brandy. Right. Either would you, yep. you know, nope. um, 
And I think that's something different. I think, but some whatever it is pulling the strings back there is is evil. Um, but I, I don't know. I mean, I'm the one that got, I'm the one that you know rolls around in the mud with these whatever they are. You know, I don't I don't care. I'll poke the bear. You know, on the spiritual side of things, I don't care. But what what you know? Well, what uh, what is it that that are we dealing with? I'll just say, are we dealing with the devil? Well, speaking of things that are inherently evil, Donnie, uh, what are what's what are what are your thoughts on this? Because I mean, you've you've and again, this seems a little off topic, but it's not. You've talked a lot about, uh, you know, in Korean mythology, we don't see a lot of things like Bigfoot or whatever, but there are ghosts that have or or spirits that do have uh, bad intentions, bad bad intentions, evil intentions. And again, I may be thinking more Japanese than Korean. But there are things like hungry ghosts, or maybe even Chinese, where they will where they will attack and viciously assault, physically assault people, and take mm -hmm. chunks out of them, like any yeah. any creature. I mean, what, what are your thoughts? I think it's interesting how, you know, I'm fairly new to the whole cryptid scene. You know, I came in only a few years ago, and all I knew at the time was about Bigfoot, and I just started learning about Dogman. And I feel like the the more I the longer I stay here and the more stories I hear, I feel like they keep coming out with new cryptids, right? I found out about Mothman. I was like, what? Mothman? And then Goatman? And then Not a Deer? And I'm like, geez, where are they pumping out all these new cryptids all of a sudden, right? Yeah, the, not, yeah. yeah, I feel you. It's like Drake. the DLC drops and you're like, I just yeah. got through with the first one. Now we got another Mothman going around in Chicago. <laughs> and then like... Um, I know I was reading Ryan Edwards' book uh, that, mm -hmm. that I've got from him at the convention. I'm like, how many cryptids are there? You know, because it's like mm -hmm. a whole compendium of all the different cryptids from all the different regions of the world, right? Yep. I don't know if they're all evil. Uh, I would imagine that some are, and I would imagine a lot of them have very bad intentions towards us. Um, mm -hmm. Can't hardly blame them. Uh, but <laughs> I can't say that all of them are evil. Now, does that mean that I want to go hug Bigfoot because he's our forest brother? No, not really. Um, well, you're, you're, but, you, you may be a little too pretty for that. Yeah. And I hear they smell real bad. <laughs> you might be, you might yeah, be. Smell real bad. <laughs> and well, so but, but you, you, you'd answer that one question <laughs> pretty quick, wouldn't you though? But if I ever saw a Bigfoot in the woods or any crypt in the woods, I'd be real nervous. I give him a wide berth. I'd be like, I don't know what that thing's going to do. I don't know what that thing's intentions are going to be, but more likely than not, it's going <clears> to <throat> it's going to make me disappear, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah, I don't know. Um, it's just interesting to see how many new cryptids keep coming out. I feel like. Well, so so then let me ask that. Let me ask this question because I think this is closer to the heart of the story here, right? Mm -hmm. Of this. Because there are accounts. Like, I'm the first one to throw cold water on a lot of things, right? I really am. I'm not Randy bad, but I'm bad. Uh, you know, it's like, okay, so, you know, what's the evidence for? But the thing is, there are legitimate accounts where you're like, this is weird. 
someone was assaulted there are there are, there's wounds that are that are uh, that are noted people are dead by genuinely bizarre means there just are right but here's the question what if because i i try to draw that line and say look there are physical cryptids natural or i call them natural cryptids which are mm-hmm. creatures that are like a dog or a cat they're just weird to us but then you have these other paranormal things how much and let's let's throw a little bit in here for some of these cryptids may be misidentified creatures and you have lore you have mythology that builds up that's a legitimate thing we have to put in there you know folklore is not phenomena as i always say however if we're getting into things that are a little creepier, spookier, like Tex, is it possible that we're not actually, that we have all of these different cryptids, all these different names and slightly different shapes and sizes, and but they're all ultimately really the same thing. They just look different because <laughs> we're never actually seeing them for what they really are. Hmm. So... What you're saying is, it's possible that what we see is not what we see. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the thing. What if they're? What if what people are seeing, when particularly if you're dealing with something that's inherently paranormal to begin with, right? Right. Right. What is to say that what you are seeing is what it is? It's not. That's not me saying it isn't occurring. Right. 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 But rather that. Who is to say that what you are seeing is what that thing actually is? You, when you take, you know, uh, Brandy, when we had, um, you and I were interviewing uh, Ryan, mm-hmm. uh, right? That's one of the things we were talking about is when you get into the, where the actual lore of the Wendigo is, it sounds very much like a, like a true werewolf from Eastern Europe a few hundred years ago. You didn't really change into a wolf man that was never part of the original lore but you did something you violated uh some some taboo some some uh, behavior and essentially you got possessed by a spirit and you you could change but you would go nuts and one of the things you did was you ate people you enacted violence upon another human being and eating them was a part of it it connects very tightly to ghouls that we see in in the middle east and you said something, I think it was even off air, but I brought it up because I think it was such a great point. You said, well, violating a you know some sort of cultural taboo was all it took to become possessed by a wind by a Wendigo, then you'd think that Wendigo would have not would have nothing but but work all the time today. To which I then said, Okay, well, Brandy, you're the one who loves true crime. Don't we often see all of these accounts of these people just seemingly go nuts and eat Pete in in are eating people like yes what again what if there's that point what if all of these stories of what these things look like it's it's not that we're looking at a bunch of different cryptids or a bunch of different paranormal it's it's all one there but they're just taking different forms yeah and and, absolutely I mean, that's that's really a question that we should consider. And what if some of these forms, the reason that they are attacking people and they are leaving wounds is because it is a physical being that's attacking them. But when you see is the demon manifesting out of the person, right? I mean, I've talked about 
I've got questions about shapeshifters, but I've never questioned that shapeshifters exist because I got stories from people in the, you know, missionaries who will say, look, when a missionary tells you that a voodoo priest physically changes into something else, you don't write that one off, right? Yeah. It's one thing if, mm-hmm. like, Donnie was like, I, you know, I, I was, you know, five vodkas deep, and then, like, that's one story, right? And then, you know, th- then his date turns into a boy. Like, okay, I think we got some other explanations on that one. But when, a, you know, missionaries like, yeah, no, the voodoo priest could change his, you know, would, he did this, and he changed his shape. It's like, you, and I have more than one of those stories. You got to take that, like, okay, something's going on. What if all of, what if a lot of these attacks are manif- are people manifesting whatever that you know these these demonic entities and they are going out and they are assaulting people because that's part of what it is there's some essentially a version a different strain if you if you will of wendigo or of the where again going back to the dogman thing of the classic werewolf which was never about really changing shape hmm. right it was just a person becoming overwhelmed with this demonic possession and going and doing evil things yeah, I was basically bloodlust. Yeah. Kind of like that guy who went nuts on that bus that one time in Canada, that Chinese immigrant who wound up stabbing that oh, yeah. dude right next to him and cannibalizing him right on the bus mm-hmm. when everyone ran out. It just happened out of the blue. And they were uh, up in that country in Canada. The guy came too, and yeah, when they asked him, why'd you do it? And he was just like, please, just, just put me away. Like, I, you know. Yeah, like, he had no how, idea. How does that happen? Yeah, the guy. Had well, no idea. and and we all we we've also talked about that about the the whole the the term I came up with was acute possession, sudden acute possession. Yeah, which I love. Yeah. And when the these these women that that kill their kids. And then they're like, I don't know why I did what I did, or I don't remember what I did, or it just wasn't me, or, or, you know. I was watching myself do it. Yeah, you, you hear that quite a bit. And then, is this a demon or demonic entity or whatever jumping into this person at a weak moment? And it seems to be postpartum depression it's a great time for them to do this because they, the women are not in a good place and they are in a weak, weaker state than they normally would be. Mm-hmm. He jumps in there, he has his fun, he kills the children, and he backs out and watches the torment of the families and, and, and that are destroyed with the, with the axe. Because I think that is more, honestly, I think that is more of the goal than the actual killing. Well, these things feed off of, they feed off of terror. They feed off of pain. Right. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's, that's that's clearly a universal on this. And so, yeah, I mean, the idea of them coming in to cause chaos or pain. And again, you know, it's, it's very similar, you know, again, women postpartum, but I I got plenty of stories of cops saying, yeah, this dude just whack, just freaks out, starts stabbing, you know, you know, some dude. And you're like, well, why? He's like, I don't know. I felt I. It's like I, I couldn't stop myself. I was like, I was outside of my own body watching it happen. Right. Remember the face eater dude, uh, the yeah. zombie in Florida, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. He the never. Tested, he never tested positive for drugs. 
Right. That's the thing. Everyone like everyone got covered up real fast. Was when the was when the uh, the test results came out. They could they said we couldn't find any drugs in the system, and they chalked it up to the whole bath salts thing was because it was probably some sort of designer thing that they couldn't test for. That was their excuse. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's a and, and the problem is things like that happen a lot a lot more often than you realize. They're just not as public. Which goes back to this whole question of these unknown canid attacks right well great extend it out where it's not just an unknown animal or an unknown canid it's just it's an unknown big cat right like the guy in lipan where's like oh it's a big cat okay but where's the evidence it has anything to do with a cat lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, when, 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 when the authorities disagree on what it was, and, I, and I'm much more willing to take the game warden and the tracker's word when they're disputing what the other guys are saying. And they're a hell of a lot more knowledgeable than these other two ever want to be about what, what did the attack? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, when, when somebody's found with their throat ripped out, scratches on the body and they're thrown over in the brush and you know, you got and those of you that don't know the story. That's how he was found. He disappeared. They found him. And the Sheriff's Department and the Justice of the Peace said, oh, it was a big cat attack and wrote it off. Mm-hmm. But the game warden and the civilian tracker that was there on scene with them disagreed and said, there's no evidence of a cat was ever here. This is not how a cat attack goes down. You know, and this was in the papers, folks. And I, it's like, I think this was the first time I said that, but it, from my understanding, the body was real quick and done mm-hmm. and you never heard another word about it. No DNA, no nothing, you know? So, but that leads us into what we're going to, we really going to talk about tonight. And that's the, these unknown canine or, or unknown animal attacks. Now, there's several out there. You've got, of course, the famous ones. You've got the bow hunter from LBL, and you've got the uh, the family that was massacred in 1982 um, by a supposed dog man. And those are probably the and oh and, and of course what we talked about earlier. We've got the the two that were killed in Brown Springs. Those are probably the most famous ones that we know about in this little circle of misfit toys that we have. Um, 
<laughs> now, the ones that we that we found tonight, that the other ones that oh, in the thirteen year old boy in Kentucky, mm-hmm. that's another famous one. Um, mm-hmm. but and I don't think we're going to take a break tonight. Y'all want to just shoot straight through? Sure, we just got to give All a, right a for, for yeah. Well, no, we're just we're just letting Randy know at the fifty two minute mark. So the first one I'd like to talk about is when we were talking about off air. I think this is a very um, compelling case. And, and guys, this came from, I, I found this case and I'm not, I'm not real sure how I ran across it. It was just, it just popped up when I was doing searches for this, for unknown animal attacks. And it's actually from the national library of medicine. And it is a case from 2020, from what we can understand, it was it was documented on this and on 2020. But this 30 year old woman was walk was walking in the woods, and she was attacked. Now, if you want to go look it up. I'm sure you can find it. I just told you where it was and told you what, it, you know, the date. No, you can probably find it. They do have pictures of the wounds. But we can't show them here. They're very, very graphic. She survived and took months to recover from these wounds. They just put skin grafts and everything. And, I mean, you can ask them. Everybody else here saw the, saw the wounds. Yeah. They're, they're, they're bad. Yeah, they were. And um, the 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 case says it's from an unknown animal. Bye, Christine. Um, but uh, what's up with all the huh and question marks? What's going on? Um, kids are getting riled up in the chat. Yeah, I'm taking care of it. I got it. Trolls. Sorry, guys. Go ahead. I don't know what they're talking about. I wish people were trying to. The. if, If this woman survived, how do we have an unknown animal with, with the DNA technology? This was in 2020 with the DNA technology. How do we have an unknown animal? I'm not saying that it's an unknown canine. I get because maybe you're only getting partial DNA, but how do we get, how do we not know what type of animal this was? Yeah, I mean, if there was bear, of course, I don't have a location. It doesn't give that. But how do we, how do we not know at least if it was a bear or if it was a beaver or whatever it was, platypus? I don't know. But how do we, how how do we know that it wasn't? How do we not know what kind of animal it, it, it may have been? I find that very very curious. It should well, and it is curious because that's the that's the whole point. There's no reason at this stage of the game 
with what we have to like you said i again i think there's a lot of d a lot of the dna stuff is still up in the air it's not as refined as we'd like it to be but you'll know if it's a dog or a bear right or platypus yeah. right you know man-eating platypi are, are right, a problem. Right. which is which is an ongoing problem it really is yeah yeah um but yeah, to your point that that it does go back to look, if you don't know which dog specifically caused it, that's one thing. But if you don't know that it was a dog, then you've got a bigger problem. Because you would imagine a person who was being attacked got a pretty good look at what did it. Right? Fine details you have a, you trust me, I'm the I'm first one to say, you get adrenaline going, those details are going to be me messed up, you got the trauma. I'm right. not expecting her to have to be able to uh, to pick the bear out of a lineup, right? Right. But I can even see her confusing the black bear and, and brown bear. That's okay. Yeah, exactly. I would get that, but yeah, but I mean, bear, unicorn, platypus, dog, cat—like these are things that she should be able, that she should have been able to identify. Right. But she can't, and the fact that they they don't have enough evidence <laughs> from the wounds to tell us what did it should be a really big red flag and a really big question mark as to what's really going on and see that and that's the problem i have with that case so because when, uh... me, what what caused the attack is pertinent mm -hmm. you know if it had been a shark attack you could probably go in there and look. You got shark attacks. You got dog attacks. The teeth marks. Yeah. Um, what I found interesting when they said that it was an unknown animal, my first thought was, what, does she get snuck on? Did, did it snuck up, sneak up on her from behind or something? But then I'm thinking, well, if it was a bear, like, sneaking up on someone, I would imagine, because a lot of those wounds that you showed us, text, they were under her mm -hmm. limbs, right? They were on her arms right. and legs, mm -hmm. which means, you know, it she wasn't getting knocked unconscious. You said there were some injuries to her head, right? But she had, she had an injury, I think, uh, to her ear. her back or head and her ear or something like that. Yeah. Now, if it was like a mountain lion or an escaped pet tiger, I was thinking that too. That, I mean, they would have probably gone for like the head or the neck, right? And that would have been a wrap. <clears> right. In which well, that's case, how, yeah, it's that's how cats attack. Head. Again, yeah. big cats go for, the, go for the head and neck. Again, and these were gashes. These, they yeah. weren't. It, it, it didn't look like teeth marks. That's what another thing. These things were laid open. It to me, it was look good. And Randy said, "Oh, it's a bear." It very well could have been, but how the hell did she not know it wasn't a bear? Mm -hmm. You know. Um, well, and, and the the arm injury was rather <clears throat> linear. Like it wasn't extensive. Like, extensive but the thing is it doesn't again bear claws you're gonna get multiple but it's like a strip right. was taken out of the out of the inside of her arm again right. i'm not gonna say a bear couldn't have done that right. but it was it was again really odd with some of the things that i've compared to some of the other things i've seen right all that's all i can say is it was odd you know maybe it was a giant snapping turtle that had a bad day i don't know i mean because like, i was yeah i, I it, it didn't make any sense to me that it was a very deep, deep wound, but it was only one 
Right. And it seems like a bear would have a harder time just leaving one scratch because of the way that the pads yeah, and everything mean? fall, you know. But if it were Dogman, it can definitely get you with one. I mean, I can't tell you how many times my dog jumped up on me and got me with just one, you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's that. Well, and another thing that struck me as odd, if you look at the wounds, the the, the pictures of where the wounds are, are relatively flesh. Mm -hmm. There's no bruising. Well, and that goes back to the whole point, right, is she survived because we have several of her counts where people were killed. And again, right. it, it's unknown canid. It's unknown whatever. It's unknown this. Or you have, again, like the case in Lipan where you have conflicting stories or, or accounts from what the officials are saying caused it. The fact that she doesn't know mm. what did it is very telling. Right. Because she did survive. Like I said, I'm not expecting a lot of detail here, but was it a bear? Was it a dog? You know, big cat. Like you, that should be kind of identifiable. The fact that she can't. Maybe the problem isn't that she can't; it's that they won't say what it is. Yeah. Because again, it goes back to not necessarily the doctors think. Oh no, this was clearly. Wow, thank you, Hawk. Whatever. Thank you. Thank you, Hawk. But it's but rather that they're like, okay, you know, she says, I was attacked by this thing. And they're like, that's trauma, that's adrenaline, that's that you're, you know, that's just in your head. It was probably an animal, and you're just, you know, it's just, it's your head is making you think this. It doesn't necessarily, I know everyone jumps to, ah, conspiracy, cover up. No, it doesn't necessarily need to be conspiracy for someone to say, nope, you were attacked by something you just, but the 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 adrenaline and the fear, your 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 mind's playing tricks on you. That's all they have right. to say. They just have to believe that that's not a possibility and they write it out. Yeah. So, but fundamentally the issue here isn't that she was injured, but the fact that we don't know what could have caused it. And that's the bigger problem is that we have accounts that do not fit big cats. They don't fit dogs. They don't fit with bears and they don't fit with these things. And yeah, I want to uh... Sovereign Cosmic Wildman. Okay. Hey, I'm not saying that's not true. He says dogmen are evil, invisible shapeshifters. They will manifest when ready to pounce. Um, you put the thing in all caps, so I'm assuming that you are not fooling around, and that's what you think, or that's what you believe. And I'm not saying that's not a possibility. What I'm asking you is how do you know? That's all I want to know. Is it please yeah, tell? That, I, yeah, we've been going and we've been going at this whole dogman werewolf thing forever. It seems like um, it's it's kind of like how would you know the difference if you haven't seen them both, right, side by side? So how would you know the difference if you only had one experience in your lifetime, even though it was up close and personal? How would you know that that is this or? That is that. That is our thing. That you know is that we are trying to find out how to say, okay, I see that right there, and that is a dogman, and yeah. that is a werewolf. That's what we're yeah. trying to cut that Wild line man. dry. Wildman Wild says, I know from being near where they're at, 
I had to quit a job because of they won. I quit. Email me. I want to hear more of the yes. story. I do too. I'm not, you, I'm not saying you have to come on the show, but I want to hear the story. We want to hear that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because I mean, because a lot of our research is done talking to people. Yeah. So, you know, shoot us an email. Let me know. Cause I, I really want to really want to know. Um, but getting back and there's another one, another case that we ran across and this is an elderly woman. And well, I say, so I don't think 75 is not elderly closer. I get to it. I refuse to. Yeah. I was itself. about to say, yeah, it, it's, like um, no, it's still elderly. Yeah. You're just a lot closer to it than we are. But, um, now th- this one, um, was, uh, do, 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 do. Um, Brenda Hamilton was her, was her name and she was a school teacher and was, and I'm reading this off the WITN, um, site and channel seven. Now it is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Was obtained, uh, has obtained a copy of autopsy results of Brenda Hamilton, a veteran school teacher who was killed by an unknown canine. It was just like last week that Buford County deputies completed their investigation in the Pentago woman's death and said they were unable to determine what kind of canine attacked her. Um, they've chosen not to show the injuries because they were graphic or even describe them. The 77-year-old woman sadly suffered extensive injuries all over her body. She was attacked on February 15th while she was walking on Indian Road, Indian Run Road outside of Pantego. The deputies say Hamilton was found in a ditch submerged up to her shoulders in water. Neighbors awakened while their dogs found them near Hamilton and alerted authorities. Hamilton was taken to the hospital unresponsive and died three days later, February 18th. The autopsy report states that Hamilton's husband said she walked every morning around 5 a.m. with a group of local dogs. Brenda Hamilton, um, let's see. Um, investigators say the two dogs, whoop, back up. <laughs> say two dogs were not wet that were found on the scene, and there was no visible signs of mud or blood on them. Field tests done later that afternoon showed trace amounts of blood on their paws and in their mouth, um, which I think was honestly, I think it was probably them 
just prank, uh, walking around the scene, maybe um, licking her. Because you know, dogs, I mean, if they're, if they're worried about you, they're going to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, the dogs were eventually seized and quarantined for observation. Deputies say they never showed any aggression during the 10-day quarantine and were returned to their owners. DNA samples were taken from 14 dogs in the area of the attack. As dog DNA was found on the victim's outer jacket and her shoe, it, was, it matched the two dogs that were found near the woman on the day of the attack. The lab located dog the lab located dog my, mitochondrial DNA on a swab from Hamilton's ear, a swab from her scalp and the flashlight she carried in her hand, her hooded sweatshirt, her T-shirt, and a dead nutrient which was found nearby. So whatever attacked her attacked also a dead nutrient. Um, now, I've got a theory about that. Deputies say the DNA came from... Um, one of the same two dogs. However, mitochondrial DNA, which comes from a mother, is non-discriminating and, ma- and a match to a specific dog could not be made. After a hearing, Buford County's Dangerous Dog Committee did not find the dogs dangerous. After the conviction and all testing and the review, the scientific circumstantial evidence in this case, we are unable to make a definitive determination as to what type of canine attacked Brenda Hamilton. Deputies said in a news release, while the DNA evidence brings the two domestic canines under suspicion, the observation of those two canines by deputies, animal control officers, and investigators, investigators tells a different story. On the morning of Mrs. Hamilton's, the uh, Chavez family was awakened by their dogs barking on the road where the attack occurred. When they went to investigate, they found their dogs near Hamilton, who was lying in a ditch submerged up to her shoulders in water. Mr. Chavez pulled Hamilton from the water while his wife summoned help from another neighbor, and they called 911. EMS personnel arrived to find Hamilton suffering from catastrophic injuries to both arms, both legs, her scalp. She was transported where she died late days later. Um, the Beaufort County Sheriff's Department deputies and animal control officers responded to the scene, North Carolina, where this took place. North Carolina wildlife officers and biologists also responded to aid in the investigation. Investigators were not able to locate any eyewitnesses to the attack, which likely occurred during darkness shortly after 5 a.m. that morning. Deputies located a dead nutrient where the attack began. The nutrient appeared to be a fresh kill, and injuries to it appeared to have been inflicted by another animal. A considerable amount of blood was also found on the road, leading investigators where Hamilton was found in the ditch. The two dogs near Hamilton were examined about an hour after the attack, and deputies animal controllers displayed no times of aggression, blah, blah, blah. They were not wet, no visible sign of mud or blood. Thank you, Sherry. Tested positive for trace of humans human DNA. On the same day of a, on the same day of the attack, Wildlife took several items of evidence. Ah, took several items of evidence to the forensic lab at Western Carolina University to be tested. The next day, sheriff's investigators were told by the Wildlife Department biologists that domestic canine DNA was located on Hammond's jacket, and we, we on those test results would no longer based on those on those test results the wildlife 
um, department would no longer be involved in the investigation. However, on the following Monday, sheriff's investigators spoke directly with the lab and learned the DNA during the initial testing was likely domestic canine DNA, but the testing did not rule out wild canines indigenous to the area. For that reason, the the sheriff's department requested the lab perform further testing in search for definitive answers. Um, yeah. <laughs> so that, I mean, so to sum up what we have <laughs> is the only DNA they were able to actually, uh, that they obtained that they could actually point to anything was from these two dogs that clearly did not attack her. In fact, were probably the ones who were, uh, who had who alert were the ones that alerted thank you, Sherry. Thank you again, Sherry. That's a second, yeah. Thank you. They alerted their owners to her situation. She goes back to the, the presence of the blood was, and again, they were in quarantine for 10 days, they were non aggressive, so they are not the thing, they're not the ones that did this. Which means the DNA they picked up was because the dogs were trying to rouse her, they were you know, they were worried. That's the only DNA they got. Yeah. Was from these was mm-hmm. from these two dogs. Now, the nutria that was dead nearby, could that have been killed by the same thing that attacked her? Maybe. But that's an, but even that conclusion is an assumption because one of the dog one of the dogs could have killed the nutria. I mean, yeah. just giant rats, you know, and if yeah. you know, a dog will a, a dog that's nonviolent towards humans can go after a giant rat if it wants to. Mm-hmm. But that's the problem is we have a woman who was viciously attacked and killed. And everyone's like, eh. and they, but, but really the only evidence for it being a dog or uh, the, the woman was attacked by, by a dog was the DNA from the dogs that were clearly not the things that, that killed her. Yeah. I think it's, I find it interesting that, they removed themselves from the investigation once, but they didn't do their due diligence or it doesn't appear that they did. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a good point. It doesn't appear that the wildlife department did their due diligence. But well, it's kind of like, it, it's like once they said, once they said, Oh, well it, could be a domestic dog. They're like, okay, I'm out. I don't have to explain anything else. I'm out. But they didn't go back when they said a few days later that it could, it didn't take into account the undomesticated canines in the area. They didn't rule the wild ones out. They didn't come back. They just said, nope, we're done. You know, we're done. First time we're done. So they didn't, they didn't go back after that. They didn't even go look for it. They, Right. Nothing. And I mean, they had, is- yeah, they had two dogs there and yeah. they they figured out that they didn't do it. So they just quit looking. They're like, eh. I'm like, I have no idea. This is what uh, Charles Fort called the wipe. Right. This it's again, like I brought up the, the Florida zombie. Right. The, the wipe is here's this dude who just out of nowhere freaks out and attacks the dude, eats his face and literally takes a it takes two headshots to take to put him down. They mm-hmm. say it must be drugs. They test him, no drugs, but it's like, well, here's the wipe. 
there are drugs we just don't know to test for because there's so many different out there. It's probably what it is. And everyone goes off and they're happy. Okay. It must be drugs. Well, hold on. There's no evidence of drugs. No, it must've been a drug and you move on this case. It must've been dogs. Why? Well, we have dog DNA, but the dog DNA that you have is clearly these two that clearly did not kill her. Must be wild dogs. We're done. And then you pack it up and leave it. Dude in Lipan. Right. Exactly. We're done. Yeah. Big cat yeah. attack. Your experts are saying it has nothing to do with a big cat, but you're saying big cat attack and you move on. It's the wipe. It's the official explanation. It has no evidence, but is used to just get it out of the papers so that no one actually looks too closely at what's being said. The most convenient answer, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's all this. These are all examples of the wipe. It was an unknown animal. Okay. And most people are like, okay, well, that's fine. To which I would say, well, what, what do you mean unknown? Don't we want to know what's running around eating people or taking bites? Oh, right. That, that, I'd like to know that. Well, and we can't handle it. Right. So, so if this was a domestic canine, why did they not pursue it? I mean, you've got this this dog out there that is is killing people, and you're not going to go find it. Yeah, I mean, you hear about a bear that kills a person; they're out looking for that bear. There is no yeah. doubt they're out there. You mountain yeah. lions, anything, they're out there yeah. looking for these Board things. But then you hear about a dog. Yeah, gators too. Yeah. But then you hear about this dog, and then all of a sudden they're like, "Well, it was a dog. Well, there's nothing we can do about it." So, case well, closed. What's weird is what's weird is that doesn't make any was, sense to me. Well, this case was treated completely different than the case in Missouri. Because yes. they, they, they had two dogs that didn't have any evidence on them, didn't have any, didn't have any stomach contents that we know of, and <laughs> they went into the house when the owners were not there, from what I understand, and shot uh -huh. the dogs because they were acting uh -huh. aggressive. No kidding, they were acting aggressive. You were in their house; they're supposed to do that. Yeah, they know you right. That's right. literally their job. And yeah, they, and they never released the... Weren't they mastiffs? They're full. not known to be aggressive. No, they, they didn't even release the full report on the Amazon driver at all. Right. I don't know if it's because of Amazon or they knew exactly what was going on. You know what I mean? It was just like, it, it's it's like they went in, the dogs were aggressive, they shot them right there. They right. said that the dogs may have blood on them, but again, not released. As far as we know, there have been no reports that the stomach contents were tested at all. And there is a little report that kind of leaked out. I'm not going to say who, why, when, or where, but the coroner had stated that it was the most gruesome, brutal attack that he had ever seen. Hmm. Well, I think we've seen recently, not that any of us who've been paying attention don't know this, but, you know, we've seen recently when police don't, when police find things they don't want found or make it yes. very uncomfortable, so yes. those manifestos don't get leaked. Those crime, 
crime scene reports don't get put out into the public. Right. We've seen those. We know for a fact they don't do it because it's like, nope, that's uncomfortable. When it's something they can that that matches something they want out there, it's leaked almost immediately. Mm-hmm. The, the crime scene reports are put out almost immediately. It's when it's uncomfortable for them that we don't. And then they just never get leaked magically. Right. Uh-huh. It's because they they know this is not something we want to talk about. Now, it may not... Now, again, the question... Some people say, well, hold on. If they're pointing to a distraction, isn't that a cover-up? Well, I would say yes and no. My problem is, for me, cover-up means you know for a fact that you are lying to cover up something, right? Like, you know what the truth is, and you are deliberately lying to cover it. I think in a lot of cases, it's we don't know what this is, or it's really weird, uh-huh. and we don't want to look crazy. Uh-huh. So we're just going to say unknown animal or unknown canine, and we're not going. And we're going to make certain enough stuff doesn't get out there, so that it doesn't look like, you know, so it looks like it's something that people can be okay with. People are okay with hearing a pack of wild dogs. Oh yeah, uh-huh. they're, they're okay with hearing that. They're uh-huh. not okay with we don't know what the hell just happened. Yeah, that right. is troubling. Now. There, there was. <clears throat> I want to read these. Um, Felicia Humphrey. In April of this year, there was a lady killed in the rural part of southeast Kentucky. She was supposed to have been killed by a pack of dogs, and it was here in Lexington, Kentucky. So you know, I mean, I mean, I don't know any other details. Love Cat says I remember the story about the lady who supposedly was killed by her Doberman. But they were found locked inside the house, and she was dead in the backyard. Mm-hmm. They still blame the dogs, didn't they? Yep. Yeah. It's an easy out. It's an easy no, out. It it's like when they don't when they don't want to deal with what it could possibly be. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the Fileo Fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. They're out. Well, and Chris, because we just don't have hacks of wild dogs here in Kentucky. We just don't. Well, so here's the thing, right? This is, and this is, all right, let's throw a little, uh, an extra little wrench in here. People are okay with hearing a pack of wild dogs. Wild dogs don't attack people. Like this is, no. this is when dogs, when you, when you have a dog that attack, when you have dogs that attack people, they're never wild. They are people's pets that have been poorly trained or even maltrained. And right. that's, and they're lashing out. Wild dogs avoid humans. Animals avoid humans, by and large. If they're attacking a human, something is very, very wrong. So it goes back to, we we hear, oh, it's a pack of wild dogs. And we're like, okay, that must be what it is. Because it makes sense in most people's heads, because most people don't know that wild dogs don't attack people. Again, that's not a never have attacked people. I'm certain that there have Uh been packs of wild dogs that have attacked and given circumstances. The problem is the, the... the times when we know that's what's happened versus the rest of this, it doesn't make sense. Again, it's the whole in the escaped gorilla from a, from a zoo. 
train or from a circus train, right? That everyone kept rising. Oh, there was a there was a zoo train wreck up north, and, and yeah, if you can't, people went through. They've counted up every time that excuse was used. It's like you'd have hundreds of these things happening. And, and the problem is, every time there was an actual, it's like yes, they did derail from time to time. There were wrecks. They knew but, the animals that were missing, and it wasn't the ones that people would describe. And most of the animals were usually recovered very quickly because they're docile, tamed animals to begin with. They know where their meals are coming from. But it's yeah. again it goes back to the wipe. It is the excuse that is used to get it out of the paper so that people don't start asking questions the that people don't really want to uh, that the people in charge don't want asked. It's like Karen Peterson says there are packs of feral once domesticated dogs all over Thailand and they completely avoid people. Yeah. You know, and the thing about it is here, and, and don't get me wrong, I mean, it's like it's like he said, we're not saying it doesn't ever happen. Yeah. They get hungry enough and they see you as an easy target, yeah, your lunch. Okay. But that's any predator. Any predator. Yeah. Um but Yeah, well, Donnie the hasn't had lunch. He'll go after anyone if it's yeah. The problem that we're talking we're about crazy like that. is the unknown stuff, and and, and how does that even happen these days? I mean, the, the DNA is damn good that you can take. She was found in the water. Environmental DNA, you know, makes zero sense to me. Zero. They found blood, and, and okay, well, water destroys evidence. Okay, what about the blood they found on the road leading to? Mm -hmm. Because you're going to have human DNA, and you're going to have whatever the hell caused those wounds. Right. I've never mentioned any of that. There's just too many, too many holes there for me. Did you guys hear about that? That's what makes uh, it so strange. Did you guys, uh, you guys have heard about that wolf super pack that happened back in like 2010, I believe, 2011 in Yakucha in like northern Siberia? I remember hearing a pack hearing of like 400 wolves that just yep. came charging down, killed 30 horses in like four days. 400 wolves. That's it's like unheard of in nature. Because, you know, normal packs are like 10 to 15, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but you know that's Yakusha is like known as like the coldest city in the world, uh, and in certain conditions, uh, you will see an, an anomalies with animals that are very familiar to us. Otherwise, right? Um, I don't know what would be scarier: one dog man or like just an army of like four hundred wolves just coming barreling down on you. I think I'd rather. I think I'd rather take my chances with a dog man. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. Well, it, well, that's a great point that Donnie's making here. Ultimately, right? Don't don't get me wrong. Yeah, I'm right. I'm I'm with Tex. I'd rather take on one dog man than 400 wolves, because I don't know exactly how many wolves it would take to kick my ass. But I'm pretty sure that's over. <laughs> that's overkill. Um, but it, it's you know we talk about this all the time. Known animals will have behaviors that are uncommon. Or that you're unfamiliar with. They make sounds right. you're unfamiliar with. I hear this story. I've been in these woods all, all of my life. That's great. I guarantee you there's something you're not that, that's very common to you that has that will do something you've never seen. 
uh, there was a this it was a clear I mean it was obviously just a a a, a raccoon with mange and it was making these huffing noises people were like I don't know what that is that I've I've you know hunted coon all my life I've never seen uh heard them make that thank noise I'm like, I have I've heard thank you Lily Pond I've heard raccoons make those noises I've heard you, you raccoons bark like they make all kinds of noises but so again to Texas earlier points yes known animals can do things that we're that we find very uncommon I've again we've never said a wolf pack or a, do- a wild dog pack or whatever wouldn't would not attack a human they have yeah but the problem here is is that these the you know the dog pack attack or whatever is often used to wipe it out when there's no real good evidence that that's what actually happened here and that's the problem yes account for the abnormalities of any of any normal animal just behaving wrong or whatever from time to time sure i'm up for that uh, knowing that that's a that that's a real thing but what's your evidence that, that actually happened and the problem is when they say we don't have any evidence trust us let's go do something else okay yeah. no that's not how this game is played here <laughs> no this, this is no <laughs> uh-huh it's like no you, you you've lost you've lost all credibility with me prove it prove that that's what happened here but and that's part of the problem and i don't want to get into the whole government mistrusting but that's, that's why there is so much distrust because we're we're fed half truths or, or out and out lies well if there, you, it, my favorite quote is if you trust your government you've never read history yeah, <laughs> it's, like, it isn't, yeah. it's like well here's this one thing it's like no it's the whole history all of human history should be sufficient to tell you don't trust them ever yeah. but yeah, yeah but that's uh, okay donnie great we did a show on the beast of jevudan yeah actually we've actually i think uh-huh. we've done several things yeah right there government saying yeah this was a real thing that really happened and we we we're going to take care of it Never could finally. T- they never were able to take care of it. Although they claim they did. Well, they cl- but they claim yeah. they did. And, but here's this yep. thing: a a dog like animal just running around eating people. And again, you read some of these descriptions. Donnie pointed out it looks like this was a dog man. And yet, people could shoot. People shot it. Never died. But yet it would run away from kids with spears. Like there's some real inconsistencies with this account. Yeah. But the simple fact of the matter is we know that it occurred. And so it goes back to is it and Donnie pointed out very uh, he had a really interesting observation on this one is it kind of leads to ultimately the downfall of the French government. Because yeah. of, because of what happens, and it's it's not just the one thing, but it, it's it because and people are like, well, how how's that connection made? Donnie was the one who pointed out. It's like you have uh, the Seven Years' War, right? That's mm-hmm. the first thing. Then this thing shows up, and twenty years later, you have the French Revolution. Well, all of the people who would be fighting age during the French Revolution, they were children or young teens when the Beast of Javadon was running around eating people willy nilly, and the government couldn't do anything about it and this was international news yeah like oh yeah uh-huh. yeah 
Mm-hmm. So if you're if you're a French peasant and you've seen the Seven Years' War, and you saw them completely fail to to save you from this, you'd be real easy to say, "Hey guys, why are we spending? Why are we giving you all of this money when you can't? When you're out there destroying our empire and you can't even save us from one monster? And in fact, kids with spears could run this thing off, but you, one of these, one of the most powerful militaries on the planet, can't take care of this with all the money that you that we're sending you." That does lead to revolution. Those are the things that does that do lead to revolution. Is it possible? Again, I do think most people write it off because they don't want to think about it. But is it possible that a lot of these things are covered up because the government knows? Right. If they if they have to say there's stuff out here that we can't do anything about and we can't protect you, that leads to people asking questions that are not favorable to them. Uh, let, let me bring up another example, the Lions of Savo, right? Two lions, just lions, mm-hmm. not cryptids, just lions, just by themselves killed how many hundreds of people? Yeah. And that, uh, when they were building that railroad in Kenya? Yeah. Right? A couple hundred. Right? Um, if two lions can do that, and... You know, this might sound like a joke, but I'm I'm kind of serious here. Like, mm-hmm. think of all the people with like pet tigers and lions, mm-hmm. right? Who was that one guy who just kind of like let his tigers and lions out? And is it is it that bizarre? Instead of someone getting killed by a dog, man, what if they got killed by someone who just like a pet tiger that got let loose and just went just went buck wild? Right? The lions of Savo could do it. Mm-hmm. They did it. And they were doing it for fun. Yeah. Things considered. Literally doing it for yeah, fun. They were, it was like a They're like, hey, these humans are so squishy and soft and easy to kill. Let's just kill them for fun. <laughs> well, but, uh, but, you, but you have to remember they were pretty much being served up like, you know, a buffet yeah. every night. Yeah. I mean, they were camped along this railroad. And, and a lot and, of those workers yeah, were from like at, India at who weren't very familiar with the, uh, the land or the flora or the fauna, you know, they, they were, yeah, Mm -hmm. they were not familiar with that area. Um, so, you know, you got a perfect storm. Yeah. You know, I mean, predators are going to follow the, follow the food. Well, (laughs) the, I think, what was it? They would make a railroad could make, I can't remember how many miles a day lay in track, but I mean, it's quite a bit, but I mean, think about it. These guys have been swinging these hammers all day. Yeah. They're, mm-hmm. You know, yeah. tired, you know, but, and they just laid out, like I said, in canvas tents at best. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's buffet time. They just followed the, yep. Snack a couple every night or whatever, and just you know whatever they wanted to do. It's, What's also yeah. interesting, uh, the other caveat to that story that I found particularly interesting was that that land itself, Savo in Kenya, was considered by the locals as like tainted land even before all the killings occurred, because yeah. that was a major throwaway for the slave trade uh, with the Arab slave traders. So they would bring a lot of the slaves through mm-hmm. that Savo area where they were they were exactly building that. Um, those railroads and a lot of those slaves unfortunately died during the transit process 
and their bodies were left on the side of the road where these animals would eat them. And the locals said that that place had mm -hmm. a lot of very bad, very bad energy. The locals wouldn't go there because they knew it was, you know, we hear it all the time here in the States, right? Like uh, an Indian battlefield or burial ground or a cursed mm -hmm. land, right? It's funny how it's a cursed land and it just so happens that the two lions that happen to be on that cursed land, like that's their territory. They just go out on this killing spree. Well, yeah. you start talking about cursed land, you start talking about LBL in Kentucky. Kentucky's supposed to be cursed anyway. All right. Yeah. You know, bloody ground. I mean, that's loosely what it means. Bloody dark ground or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, and it was... From what I understand, it was, the, you know, it's something, it was, that was a place that, um, the natives didn't, they, you know, Native Indians, they, they didn't want to go. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, well, to Donnie's point, how many, you know, how often do you just, are there areas, again, they have names like Devil's Peak. Right, where where it's been known for a long time, there's just bad juju there, right? Well, and and how many times do we hear that? How many times do we hear those those you know Devil's Canyon, um, mm -hmm. Satan's backbone, Devil's backbone? This you know, all these kind of different names for this, yeah. for these these passes and everything, and yeah. these creeks. You know, um, there's a reason for that. They're, they're named. They're named that for a reason. If you don't believe that creeks are named after what they look like, drive through Texas because we're not very imaginative, evidently, when we name crap. Jason said that before. Yep. You have All Brushy Creek. No kidding. You have Brushy Creek right down the road. You know. Um, you have Muddy Creek. Muddy. I mean, you know, Red River for for. Yep. Friggin', you know, I mean, why? Oh, well, guess what? It's red, but yeah, like the clear port. Why could elm we port, it because oh, it's got a lot of freaking elm trees on it? You yeah, know? mesquite, Texas. It's because it's full of mesquites, cedar yeah. hill, it's a hill yeah. with cedar trees on it. We don't name things well. <laughs> Round Rock, the city of freaking Round Rock. You know where why it's named because there's a creek. And there's a big round rock in the creek. And if you can see it, it's safe to pass. That's why we name things in Texas. I love Texas, but our names suck. I mean, it's not as bad as Donnie Cho, but I'm just saying what? our names what suck. I named? I'm great at naming things. But it's one thing point, I can say about Oklahoma. They 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 have really cool names for stuff. Because yeah. <laughs> they use the, Indian, the American Indian names. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's fair. That is fair. They got that. They do have that going for them. So there you go. But hey, I mean, to uh, your point, if you come to a place called the Devil's Anus, please be. You know, it's like pay attention to that. Yeah. It didn't, it's not coming from. It's not coming from nowhere. Hand of Odd says uh, they have a stinking creek in Kentucky. <laughs> the Sulphur River here in Texas. Yeah. So why? Because it's salt. It smells like sulfur. It's not. We're not hiding anything from you. We're just not. Hey, can I ask you guys a question? Um, no. How many people have actually been killed by mountain lions or cougars? Actually? Not many. Not many. I know people are afraid of them, but I, you never hear stories about anyone getting got. Oh, yeah. 
by mouth. Yeah, you know what? Mainly, you hear about it out of out of California. Yeah, I mean, so okay, and it's bike, so, it's bikers and hikers that yeah. usually get nailed. And they're and it's usually younger lions, and it's when the it's when it's been drier, so the prey is down. However, that having been said, how many people go hiking off into the brush and into the primitive, and they don't come back? Like that's that is something we have to throw into account. Again, to Texas point, most people who are who are attacked and killed by mountain lions, it does happen frequently, but it happens usually in California. And it's these mountain, it's these mountain biking and hiking trails, right? So it's it's a per, again to Donnie's point with the with the with the lions, it's a, it's a perfect storm because again these younger lions are not as they're not as adept. You have the joggers are triggering their their instinct, but there's plenty of people who go missing out in the forest. And they just never come back. And again, I'm willing to chalk some of that up to mountain lions and wolves and methods and whatever but at the same time i'm also going to say hey we don't know what killed them right and that should be a problem like that really should be something that we're concerned with well, I, I would be i would be okay if they said we don't know yeah if they came out and said we don't know what's doing this and we're trying to find out i would be i would be more okay with that than what they're doing There's something out there killing people, but I mean, I can, I can understand why they're not doing that because that would be, that would cause one hell of a panic. It really would. I think. Remember that. That's kind of like what I was saying earlier about uh, like, if they know it's a bear attack, they're out there looking for that bear. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's what really gets me. Speaking of dogs, come here, little dog. Remember uh -oh. that um remember that story a while back about that one uh chimpanzee that like ripped that woman's oh, face yeah. off all over like yes. uh, you know fingers uh, and hands and yes she's killed at least three people this week. So <laughs> yeah, I think about that story, right? And I've heard chimp attack stories, they're pretty gnarly, and they're especially uh -huh. gnarly because uh they are intelligent and you know they'll go for things that really hurt like the eyes or the genitals or the fingers, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. And I'm I'm thinking I'm sitting here thinking, okay, chimpanzees so, go for the pain. Yeah, I mean they they're spiteful. Yeah, yeah, they're spiteful, right? So if a chimpanzee, because they're smart and they do attack people like that to the point where they're just yeah, they're figuring out what really hurts. If these people were getting attacked by dogman, I mean that those pictures you showed us, Tex, earlier, they were pretty gnarly. But I'm like, man, if she got actually attacked by a dog, man, I would imagine that would be way gnarlier, right? Well, but hold on. That so again, let's throw let's throw a little wrench into that. I know where that's you're going. an assumption. You're you're we're again. We're, you are assuming how a dog man would attack. Mm -hmm. If 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 we go back to maybe the not all of these things are entirely naturally existing creatures, but rather. Mm -hmm. Are supernatural and perhaps that they feed off of pain, fear, terror, trauma. It may My, not. Have, it may not have been. Breed of dog, there, Karen. I'm jealous. Um, oh, you know, this, yeah. uh, here's another thing. 
Let, let's let's talk about the the thirty year old that survived the attack. Mm-hmm. Or, well, let's the, you know what? Let's talk about the let's talk about the one y'all were talking about the one the one that uh, um the the elderly woman that was killed the teacher. Now, who's to say that the dogs that she ran with every morning didn't run the dog man off? And what's odd to me is you never hear them talk about any of the other dogs. If she ran with these dogs every morning, and they were local dogs, and she knew this, shouldn't they know the dogs that were pretty much involved. And they said they tested 14 dogs. Yeah. And none of them came back. Even the only two that they got were the two that weren't the ones. Right. To me, I just don't think any of those 16 dogs were involved at all. They may have ran whatever attacked her off, though. Or would have been the or maybe the opposite, whatever attacked her, the dogs were like, okay, we'll see you later, lady. And then they come back afterwards. <laughs> they shamed her. And that's possible, yeah. too. That's right. Right. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, it's... Just... Well, I don't... I just wish I could hear at least just one story of, like, a friendly dog man, you know? Oh, they're out there. Like a domesticated dog man. Who's like, you know, he just like is so happy to see you. Like like your dog. He's just like wagging his tail. He's like, yes, you've you've come back home from war. Some of them do, some of them don't. I don't know. That's I, I think that's because we don't really know what they're all about. You know, we have so many Bigfoot researchers out there you know, learning Bigfoot and and how they do things and and how they react in certain situations and all of this. But the dogmen, on the other hand, it's kind of like we we learn about them after the fact, after they've been seen for a split second and and what they left or the hair. We, we, We can't follow them. Nobody's following them. You know what I mean? (laughs) It's like there is there's no pack to follow there you know we it's like they're there and they're gone you don't know what happens and and i guess that's what's making it so hard is we genuinely don't have any information on them yeah real quick I hope that makes any sense a lot of speculation but it's the same mm-hmm. thing with Bigfoot. a lot of speculation yeah yeah says now, people I don't want it and people do not want to admit that it's speculation or just belief yeah you know or opinion yeah. but yeah. you know well, but, to Cryptidville's point, folks, but that's exactly what it is. Yeah, it is speculation. And to Cryptidville's point, you know, responding to Don, he said he's had two dog, you know, dogman encounters. He's still breathing. Last time he checked. Um, yeah. Yeah. But to Donnie's point, where's the stories? You know, I mean, did they help you home with your groceries? No. You know, that's his whole point. Where's the Where's the friendly dogman encounters? But this does go back to the to the bigger point: is if these things really were the if these were naturally occurring predators. We'd have a lot more dead people. Hey, I took an account. I took an, a dogman encounter one time, and this is years ago. Um, thank you, Northern California Cubs fan. Thank um, you. Yeah. 
it jumped on me. Thank you, Cubby Sam. Y'all got to come over to the front porch. Y'all, this is a hundred people. Y'all got to come over to the front porch on Mondays and see and see me and Brandy. Y'all just got to. Um, <laughs> but my 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 the the use your words, text. Well, it's hard to with this. It's hard to with it. It it is. It is because you're trying to find the right word. I don't think there is one. I don't either because I took this account years ago and some of you in chats heard it, but the gist of it was that this old boy had um, some friends and they were all ex-military and they would go out and practice their skills um, together in the woods and basically play soldier. And thank you, be kind. And <laughs> they encountered not only a, uh, a couple of dogmen, but a rake. She's found another victim. And <laughs> if I remember right, I can't remember if the rake killed the dogman or the, the dogman killed the rake, but either way, they ended up shooting a dog man and killing it. And after this happened, uh, they, they had a couple of their boys get killed and they, and they got, they had to drag them back out of the brush and they were miles back in the brush. And um, they had, when they got back, they had to explain it to all these F- ABC agencies and then this the alpha dog man named Gray. He was a gray dog man. There we go with their names again. Uh-huh. Came to visit this guy and was having conversations with him. Physical conversations, not mental conversations, physical conversations. And according to him, he was having to hold the rest of the pack back from killing this guy for shooting one of their one of their members of, of, of the pack. And he didn't know how long he could keep protecting him. And <laughs> when we pressed him about it and asked him, hey, if you're sitting on a log, literally sitting on a log, having a conversation with this dog man and he speaks English, but it's hard to understand sometimes because a dog ain't got the biomechanics to make a man, to make a language in the first place. That we understand. But this one evidently could speak. Now, then we said, well, can you get his permission? are a bit sneaky enough to slip a re- at least an audio recorder in your pocket. If you can't take a picture, if he won't let you take a picture, whatever. Can you slip an audio recorder? We want to just hear the conversation. Like the next day, we hear back from this guy 
Y'all need to forget I ever existed. Say I was a hoaxer. Um, I've lost my family and, and, and my job and everything over this. And um, I've got to run because the ABC folks are after me. So that's how that little one went down. Now, that was a friendly dog, man. He was trying to keep him the rest of his pack from killing him. Because he knew that it was an accident. He understood that they scared him, that the, the dog man scared the guys and they thought they needed to protect themselves and they were actually fighting the rake. And of course, they were carrying 50 calibers out there in the woods with them and uh, I don't know, mini guns or whatever. But um, yeah, that was, that was, that was. One of the two, one of the two most outrageous stories that I've ever heard. Well, I'm going to do a quick plug here, gentlemen. Rob's book, right? I just had Rob on my uh, show uh, this past Wednesday uh, because I wanted to interview him about this book, about some of the stories in the book. And in this book, there are a couple stories of people actually having been killed, supposedly by a dog man, right? There's a couple of them. Uh, that was that one with the priest that he had brought up uh, that we had talked yeah. about. Yeah. And then the last one, um, it was about these two guys back in the 90s who uh, one guy had no clue what Dogman was until he found out. Until one day he goes out to his front porch and there's a carcass of a pig that had been gutted. Its entrails, its guts are all gone. It's been drained of its blood and it's sitting there. He finds tracks all over his property. His buddy, who's like the ranger who works for the park, this was in Alabama, by the way, tells them about this dogman creature. They go out to investigate it. Long story short, when they find it, they find the tracks, right? On the second night, they try to follow it. Leading, it leads back to their own camp. They find the camp completely destroyed. The ranger guy who told them about dogman goes into like a zombie-like trance, tells the guy, hey, I'm sorry, runs off into the woods. The guy can't catch him, right? He eventually finds him leaning up against a tree, and when he gets up to him, he finds that the ranger guy had slit his own throat. And in the other story with the priest, you know, we talked about these people were having these, these encounters with this dog-like creature outside their bathroom window staring into their house. What happens? It becomes a murder-suicide. So based off what I'm reading in Rob's book, it seems like if the way Dogman would actually try to kill someone would be just to make them do it themselves right well and this goes back to the to the you know one of those things we've brought up on other shows the idea of the hellhound is a very very old idea oh uh, you gotta tell that story okay so the funeral yeah so this is a story again there are stories you get from people and you don't buy them because it's like it's a little too weird or it's, you know or you know the person this is one of those people that you, that when you know and you, you when you hear them tell the story you know it's real because he, he's like no i was there and he won't associate with other people from his family because of this of what happened it's uh just outside of san antonio his uh this side of the family has connections to the Mexican mafia and 
the cartels. Okay. So again, that does come, as I've mentioned earlier, that does come with connections to certain occult groups. If you know what I'm talking about, right? Mm -hmm. Anyone in Texas knows what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. So they're there for his funeral. And this is an old school Catholic church in South Texas. That means it's very old and it's very heavy. And the doors are big and oak and they're heavy. Doors are closed. They begin the funeral. The doors open by themselves. And, and again, my friend is telling me this because he was there. Doors open and in walks the biggest, blackest dog they've ever seen in their lives. So it just looks like a big, massive black dog. And like, you mean like a wolf goes, no, just dog. Like that's, it's massive. Red bloodshot eyes, not glowing or anything like that. Just bloodshot. Dog walks up and sits down and is staring at his casket. This dude's, he's just staring at it. Some people, anytime anyone tried to get near him to maybe take the dog out, you know, no collar, no nothing. He would growl at him. And so everyone just sort of let him priest finished the, you know, they're like, okay, we'll just, we'll go. The feet, the priest finishes the ceremony, finishes the funeral. And as soon as he's done, that dog stands up and walks out. Everyone there, particularly on the other side of the family, mm. believes that was the, they'll tell you, the devil there to take his, to bring his soul, to bring his soul to hell. Not just a demon, like, no, straight up, that was the devil. So, the, but the point is, you go throughout history, you find people who are, you know, hellhounds are a constant. People talking about people being tormented by visions of big black dogs. Is it possible that the that the canine form is a theme that is much more prevalent and much older? And again, Donnie, going back to the original part, to the first part of the show, you're mentioning these stories where clearly this the, this canine creature, this entity, is having other effects on people. Mm -hmm. Go back to the original Beast of Bray Road. Linda Godfrey is the one who really put Dogman on the map from a modern perspective, right? It's very clear that it's, it, I mean, it's again to Texas, Texas story. There, there is an this is connected to the occult, to, to entities that are not of our reality. These things are, and I think this is, this goes back to we are, we, when we look at this phenomena writ large, it's clear we're looking at something that is not what it appears to be. Well, but be kind ha has a legitimate question. Did anyone not try to banish this thing in the name of Jesus? I have. Well, again, this goes back to uh, that particular side of the family. Again, Mexican mafia and the occult. The they're Catholic, right. in quotation marks. Really, right? Yeah. Yeah. It, it again, it's like it's like a Kirindara, right? Like the story again in my book uh, of the Lechusa. Mm -hmm. It's a Kirindara. So she would still go to a Catholic church on Sunday, but she ain't Catholic, right? Right. It's it's mm -hmm. the same thing. They they didn't. They were everyone was terrified of this thing. They just looked at it. They're like, okay, we're gonna just keep moving. I mean, that's take it for again. I I the person who told me, I believe this story. This is one of the stories you have to believe when you realize who's who uh who's telling you the story so it's like it happened and 
oh, that story runs afoul a lot of people's assumptions about things, but that's kind well, of our uh-huh. point. And, and it's like y'all, you know, you and Donnie were talking about the, the canine image representation, whatever you want to call it, goes back and back and back. Well, Servius. Mm-hmm. What was that? Where yeah. he headed? No. Mm-hmm. What'd he do? Guarded the gates of hell. Mm-hmm. Well, Hades, but yeah, same thing. Yeah. And Cer- by the way, I forget what it. Uh, I forget the te- the original, but essentially, Cerberus just means spot. He he the talks named Spot. Um. Uh, it, uh, no, it was on four legs. That I saw yeah. Melissa ask that question. I saw Michelle ask that question. No, it was on four legs. It was just a dog. A just a very dog. large black dog. Which yeah, is large in the middle of a church in the middle of a funeral. Did they like did, did, did he describe what the dog looked like? What kind of breed it might have been? Just he just said it was just a the biggest blackest dog he's ever seen. Huh. Uh, well, again, I think there there are events. Again, this goes back to why I I don't really listen for really fine detail in most stories because if it's real and it's happening to you, fine details do not stand out. Your right. adrenaline is going. You have the fear response going. You're not going to be like, well, when you get, that's how you know you're dealing with someone who's lying is they're giving you a lot of extraneous details when there really shouldn't be extraneous details. That's kind of how you know you're dealing with someone who's lying to you. Right. Right. So, because they're trying to make it sound like they, that they're telling you the truth. So they're giving you too much when you're in a fight or flight or a fear response, you don't remember details at all. In fact, if you get everything correct, that means you're lying because when you're in a fight or flight, time compresses, distance is wrong. Anytime you are in a high stress situation, details disappear. You you can't measure distance for crap. Sequence well, I mean, that, all when you go back, go back to my encounter, I thought what I saw was about six feet, a little over six feet tall. Mm-hmm. And but years later, when I was walking through work talking to a buddy of mine and he was asking me about it. And I, he goes, how tall was this thing? I said, Oh hell, it wasn't no taller than them doors. And he puts his hand on my chest. He's a big dude. He puts his hand on my chest, lot, looks at me and goes, Tex, those are eight foot doors. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah hmm. That's my whole point. Again, fine. If someone's giving you too much detail, it's because they're lying. But again, right. but, back, but back to our original point here, the dog man phenomena and a lot of these deaths under mysterious circumstances are clearly part of a larger phenomena that's not necessarily as well understood, even in this, even in this community, right? Because we're trying to put things in boxes oftentimes instead of saying, well, hold right. on, are we putting them, are we putting different things in the same box? Are we, is this, is this box even applicable to what we're seeing in this in this phenomena and these are all questions that we just really don't have answers to and it's not well understood and we need to and until we admit that it's we're not really going to make a lot of progress on this but what we do see is there are patterns and we need to be willing to say that these patterns exist and 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 start moving forward from that right Well, well, guys, we have almost hit the two-hour mark, and I mean, yes. I hate to give it up. We got a hundred, you know, over a hundred and ten in chat. 
But oh, we have that many people. Oh man, I feel yeah. all shy all of a sudden. We had 116 at one point. So I mean, you know, I'm not going to say they're here to see me, but no, I'm scared. <laughs> Probably are. But that's all right. Well, let's just uh, wind it up anyway, and uh, tell everybody tomorrow, Blondes and Booze is having a special mm -hmm. broadcast tomorrow night. We are investigating the. Um, Oh my gosh, I am getting confused. The museum, the, the museum in Richmond, Missouri, and uh, like I said, that's gonna that's gonna be fun. You're gonna see me running around the dark again. So uh, come on, take a peek, talk to me while I'm going. Mm -hmm. Maybe you see something I don't. So that'll be fun. Oh, and Pixie's supposed to lead y'all to where she feels this this little girl was hiding back when she lived there. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Golden. Right. And I just want to take time out again to say thank you, be kind, Poncho Zorch, Hawk, Sherry Griffey, and Lily Pond. We thank you for everything. We appreciate you. And uh, that's all I got for tonight. Yeah. Y'all come over to see us on the porch. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Mondays, yeah. 7 p.m. Central. Tex, Tex, <laughs> and, and we all know that they're here for you, Tex. So let's be honest. He's going to do Monday show topless. Oh, yeah. He's going to do a topless. <laughs> I got to go buy a new bra. Yeah. Yeah. And don't forget about the Alabama Bigfoot Conference in June. Tickets are $30 online, $35 at the door. Um, vendor spots, I think, are $75. Bucks. Um, yes. They And we uh, speakers are going to be... Jason McLean, Bigfoot Michigan Rob, Greg Ogles, Martin Groves, and Daryl Denton. The, of course, the Blondes and the Booze, Krista and Brandy, and Barton Nunley. Now, don't forget about the meet and greet that we're going to have. You're responsible for your own meal. All we ask is you RSVP. Okay? It's going to cost you nothing. To get we'll all be there. Cost your meal yeah. and beverages, yeah. adult or otherwise. Donnie's going to be right. there. That means you can yeah. find him. Poke him with a stick. Yeah, man. Our whole crew's going to be there. Donnie's yeah. going to be there. And our whole and crew is speaking except for me, which is probably for the best. Danielle's not speaking. I'm oh, not oh, speaking. Yeah. Well, you're emceeing. Yeah, well, you yeah. Know. If I were speaking, that would be an utter disaster because, you know, yeah. my pants <laughs> might not stay on. You're, you, yeah. I might hand over the MC duties yeah. to you. What do you think about that? How about I be the guy that runs around in the crowd with the mic? You know, the people who raise their hand, and I'll be the one that like. We oh, do, that. We, do yeah. we do yeah, we, that we we do crowd interaction talks yeah. for the most part. So I'll be right. the guy right. the mic and the other person who wants Next to. Riot talk. control is not is not is not group interaction. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just trying to meet some cryptid groupies, man. Where are the cryptid groupies at? <laughs> Well, thank you everybody for joining us tonight. Um, the uh, I will say this: I'm making the uh, in English text. I'm trying. I'm trying. I've been brushing up on my English. <laughs> uh, <laughs> How many words? Sounds like. Yeah. Sounds like. Yeah. Um, it's a book. <laughs> the infamous minds I'm releasing. You, you can, if members can get it immediately, non-members see it at two o'clock in the afternoon on Saturdays. Yes. Okay. There you this go. Week, 
start this coming week. At some point, we're going to have the members only, and we're giving away the, some, uh, the Bigfoot thermometer. In just a second, I'll find it. Where did it go? Dead oh, wait, I can do a puppet show. Oh, it's <laughs> over there. It's sitting on the dresser over there, but it, it's, it's about this long, and it's an indoor-outdoor metal thermometer for, uh, and it's Bigfoot and it says myth, legend, lore, whatever. So it's pretty cool, um, but that's going to be the giveaway. That's members only. So if you want to become a porcher, not a porch pirate, a porcher, come on over to the porch and stop being a porcher. On the dotted line. We only want your firstborn. That's all. That's all we ask. So <laughs> y'all have a great night. Don't forget the booze tomorrow. Um, that's going to be a great show, and we'll see y'all later. Take care. Be safe, and have a great. Bye, day. everybody. Texas, you got to find the button. Oh.